This is the Healthology Experts, where we talk about the art and science of health and longevity. I'm Dr. Traveler, and thank you for joining us. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by our Healthology Experts Weight Loss Accelerator Program. It's really five components really quick we'll go through. It's the contour light. It's a, it's a device that pumps energy into the body and helps you to just be healthier and lose inches. It's our uh, peptides, so it's the semiglutide injections. Um, it's the Styku scan. It's the coaching for diet and exercise and then coaching for lifestyle. And if you look at those things, it's like something to just make you overall more healthy, make you feel better, something to help you lose the, the weight that you've been struggling to lose. For many people, that's, that's a challenge. Something to track your results and really track them really well. Something to change your habits, your um, eating and exercise habits, and then something to change and help you um, have a better mindset. Okay, so with those five things, our Healthology Expert weight loss, weight loss Accelerator Program has been successful for helping so many people, and we hope that if that's a challenge for you, that it can help you as well. So um, brought to you by that, and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I'm really excited today. This is Now, this is the first time in this, uh, in this podcast that I will get to interview someone that I just met. So uh, today we've got Lynn Fisher, okay? And I literally just met him uh, about, what, 30 minutes ago? Yes. Um, I was told about Lynn, so I have a, a good friend of mine who is real, a super healthy guy, and we go to these business meetings together, and I, I said to him, hey, I've started this podcast. And, um, and so I said, if you know anybody who is just, really healthy and especially you know we talk a lot those of you who are listening my listeners longevity health those who are kind of doing um i guess some ordinary but some extraordinary anyway my friend jordan he's like i got a guy you got to talk to and so he set us up and uh and i'm really excited today to to hear from lynn and so yes just welcome well thank you yes. good to be here okay so first let's um Let's get to know Lynn just a little bit. So why don't you start off telling me a little bit about like, like your family. Okay. Tell us about your family. You bet. So I'm happily married, seven uh, beautiful kids, 16 grandchildren. Uh, about nine of those grandchildren are here in St. George, Utah. So I get a, we get to enjoy them on a weekly basis. In fact, uh, we'll have a birthday party for one tomorrow and there'll be about 20 people over and it's just a routine thing for us. There we go, perfect. And what about like, um, let's say your, your work history what tell, tell me about what you, what you did for work okay so so I retired two years ago in fact two years ago this week nice. I worked for a big company uh, 3m had about 10 25 employees that that all reported to me in charge of a, a big uh, big responsibility piece of business and um, I realized that um, when I hit about 60 years of age I, I started thinking to myself okay I'm gonna retire in a couple of years and but I was starting to feel a little bit of that. That, um, but I, at the time, I thought it was old age stuff. Sure. But, but long story short, I retired two years ago. Okay. Well, that yeah, and and we're gonna get to some because there's a lot of this that comes into play. That uh, again, Lynn and I were kind of visiting before, um, and then really, well, why don't you tell me the story about why don't you keep going with what okay. you were saying? So getting ready to retire and thinking, you know, I'm 
getting kind of old and, and uh, you weren't willing to accept that. Yeah, fantastic. Well, here, here I hit about 60 years of age and you, know, you start thinking about things at that point. And uh, I did extensive traveling and had all these uh, commitments to these uh, a bunch of employees. But interesting on a personal note, I was starting to feel a little frumpy. A couple extra pounds, you know, if, if a person is in their 50s, 60s, there's, they're going to go, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Or in their 40s, oh, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And um, starting to feel a little frumpy. Um, I noticed my posture is getting a little sloppy. Um, not feeling as nearly as energetic. And at first I thought, gee, this is just, you know, kind of an old age thing. But I thought back and I said, you know, um, look at my back, my past. You know, I wasn't like this, this amazing athlete. I played a little football in high school, ran a little track. You know, I did, did do some running, some, some, you know, competition running, but never, I was just an average guy, never the star, never went to state, never, you know, <laughs> never won a state championship in anything. And so I, but I recognized that, that there's a point where I felt a little healthier. Yeah. And so about six years ago, I just turned 60 and I said, you know what, um, I've got to, I've got to adjust something to make that happen. And there's really kind of a couple things in my life that three things that really are important. And, and I kind of put it into a package. I said, okay, activity, you know, what am I doing for my health activity? What, what, what am I doing? Some people walk, some people play tennis, whatever it may be. And I realized that, that as much as I would thought I was active, I really wasn't, I needed a plan. So my son just happened to come home uh, one, one weekend and he was uh, involved in CrossFit. And CrossFit is a very intense uh, health program, exercise program, but you know, I thought I'm, I'm gonna join in. So here's a 60 year, 60 year old guy showing up and, and with all these big strong muscle guys like you. Oh, I don't so, know. So the deal is, is like any program, it can be adjusted and fixed and, and uh, tweaked to kind of help where you are along the way. So I started this program, but I realized that I was still working at that time and I still had this big responsibility. So the only time I could fit in, Justin, was it literally in the morning? And so I started getting up at 4.30 in the morning. That's now, crazy. Now there are some people who go, I could never do that. And I was one of those people. Yeah. But I realized that if it didn't get done then, it just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. So I started getting up at 4.30 in the morning, going down to CrossFit. And as the months went by, the weeks and the months, and, and even the years, my ability and my skill set got better, better, better. I also noticed, I realized that, that getting up earlier forced me to go to bed earlier at night. Like, who would have thought that you could fall asleep at night at 9 p.m.? I mean, come on, <laughs> that's what my favorite show turns on TV, you know? Yeah. So, but the reality is, is it just kind of had a natural flow to it. It was very easy. And um, don't get me wrong, it wasn't easy working out, you know, every day. Mm -hmm. But um, it changed my life. Yeah. Why don't you tell us for the for the audience? Yeah. I think I think a lot of people hear CrossFit, see you know, have friends that do it. Tell us a little bit about like what what is a CrossFit? How would you describe a CrossFit workout? Okay, well, CrossFit workout can be very accelerating. You think that maybe it's too much for me, but here again, you can scale it down to fit everybody. So there's something there for everybody, and it it consists of some weight lifting, some weights, and when I say that, we're not they are Olympic weights lifting but it's not so so big and powerful that 
you're going to compete with an Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, that's just sure. not the way it is. Yeah. So you're lifting some weights, you're doing some some exercises, you're doing some stretching, and uh, that stretching piece is huge. In fact, um, that has become a part of my daily routine. I currently go to CrossFit, you know, Monday through Wednesday. I take Thursday off and I stretch. I take some time stretching Thursday. Then I go back and do Friday and Saturday and take Sunday off. But that stretching piece combined with the, the, uh, the movements, and it's, it's constantly varied, so there's, there's all kinds of movements involved. But that's the beauty of CrossFit, is that it's constantly varied, so you're getting all these different movements and actions. And um, it's, a, it's been a life changer for me. That's awesome. In fact, I, well, I know Jordan had said you, you've gotten, like, are there, because I, I honestly, I've never done CrossFit. I've okay. always thought, I, I ought to go do it. I have my own workout plans and goals, and so it just hasn't done it. But, so I don't know a whole lot. Okay. So how, do you work up in ranks? It's not like, you're not like yeah. a black belt to it. <laughs> no. So how does it work? So, he just said that you, like, there's competitions, yes. and he says, Lynn is, is like, he's, He's right well, there, like ready to. So what happens is CrossFit is a is a global community. So you've got com people at these competitions competing from all over the world. So it's really fun from that aspect. And um, in that CrossFit community, there's competitions. There's a big annual. Think of it as the championship, the playoff every year. Yeah. And it's called the Open. So you go through, and you're competing against athletes all over the world that are being judged by people that are certified judges. You videotape yourself so that it can be critiqued and it's like, okay, no, that doesn't... That it, didn't count. That didn't yeah. count, exactly. And so from the Open, they take 10% of all the athletes that move on to a quarterfinal. And so I was fortunate enough for the last couple of years to, to always move on to the quarterfinal. This year, I just finished the quarterfinal. From there, they take the 30 athletes from every region to go to a semi and then to a championship. I just fell short again of, of going to that, that next oh. level. And, and, but it, it's okay. But still. It's okay because I, I recognize that I, you know, there, there are 2,500 uh, athletes behind me that, that I beat, yeah. in essence. And so it's okay. So uh, in that, they don't take age into account. There, there is divisions. There's divisions. Yeah, so um, they break it up in basically five-year increments. Got it. And so there is a 65 plus. Yeah. But it's funny because you'd eat very quickly go oh, the old man's division <laughs> but you've got you've got guys that are deadlifting 500 pounds wow and you're saying like that guy's like almost 70 or yeah. looking at 70 and so um there's you know it's very competitive and you're talking about people very fit that's awesome so the eight no excuse oh there's no excuse they're like there's no excuse. and anyone can do it right but i will tell you the competition is awesome yeah but on a very personal note, it's fun to go to the gym yeah. and do these movements and do these programs where I'm actually beating 30, 40, <laughs> 50 year olds. By the way, Jordan's not I know one you of them. beat me. No, no Jordan. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. Jordan looks pretty fit and he's, strong. He's pretty fit and strong. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Is there, so now you, you kind of already talked about the, the moment when you kind of had this realization. Yeah. How did you go about, um, maybe setting your goals and because you know when it comes to fitness I I find that those who get to the point where you're at mm -hmm. have to kind of have a plan in place so Correct. how did you establish that plan so it kind of came down to a couple of things one is 
for sure that you have to commit to it. Like it's consistency in anything, right? Yeah. And so if you think you're gonna go to CrossFit or any gym or do anything, go home that night and look in the mirror and go, man, I'm looking better already. That that isn't gonna happen as you know. <laughs> and, yeah. and it, but yet in the back of our minds, we all expect that. And you might even go to that mirror after two weeks and go, where am I looking? How am I looking? You, you give it 90 days, I can tell you in my case. Yeah. In 90 days, I saw something. Yeah. And it was just enough to keep me going, a little bit of a carrot. And of course, somewhere along the way, we could talk about diet because there's a couple things you, you just adjust that comes along with that. So why don't you describe okay. it to us? Like when, it set, when you say diet, because uh -huh. he, again, we kind of spoke before, it's not extreme, no. but when in, in your thought, as you choose the food you eat, what's your thought process? Well, I can tell you that, that once you take care of the activity piece, meaning, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go out and play pickleball every day. I'm gonna walk three miles every day. I'm gonna go to CrossFit every morning. Once you establish your activity, then you look at diet. And in my case, in diet, uh, you're gonna be surprised, Justin, I eat anything and everything I want, anytime I want. There you go. But what what is the change game changer is this, is that they're the obvious things that you just don't eat every day, nor do I want to eat them every day. You know, I think if you, you should be, it's the easy things. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit drinking soda. Yeah. I'm gonna quit eating chips every day. Doesn't mean I love them. I yeah. love potato chips. Doesn't mean you never do, but right. you're trying to be your best. Yeah. Yeah, to perform, yeah. do your best. Exactly. I'm gonna avoid donuts, and by the way, I love donuts. <laughs> but but I'm gonna have a donut, I don't know, once every three months. Yeah, or every so often. Yeah. yeah, and and pastries and just some that obvious, like that's just the obvious. And so, uh, and what happens as you start to look and feel better? Guess what? You kind of don't want those. Yeah. And if you or you you, you say I'm gonna do that one day a week, I'm just gonna gorge myself on something you sure know? <laughs> you know so the idea is is that the diet you, you don't have to go on a fixed diet you yeah. say I'm just gonna back off on a couple of these things that's yeah. all and as you do that in a course here again you feel it in 90 days but in one year like you will be a different person yeah in fact one of the for that example um, you know my wife and I we're in this age group where our friends are kind of in their late 50s to, you know, late 60s, we'll call it. And we get together, we go out for dinner, we play games, we, we entertain together, and best of friends. And there's a few people in that group that play pickleball. Yeah. And so they've got some activity. They've got that activity piece down. But I like to uh, hike. And so I take friends, even from out of town, uh, on a Zion's hike like three, four times a year on the, some of the major hikes, the hikes that where people come from all over the world to attend. These are 10, 11, 12, 13 mile hikes where there's, you're walking, you're hiking through water, tough, climbing, yeah. repelling, all these things. And I, I'm, I'm saddened to say that most of my friends are friends. Like they, they can't do that. Yeah. And it's like, you, you could if you adjusted a few things. Yeah. You could do it, but they can't do it. Physically, they can't. Yeah. So it's kind of that choice. What I'm hearing is like, um, and, I, and I oftentimes say this, you know, life is about, it's about becoming something, right? Right. And it sounds like you've become, like if you become a healthy person, you don't have to set all these health restrictions. You just 
you automatically can say, I can eat what I want, yeah. and, but I'm going to eat healthy because, right. because I am a healthy person. There we go. That's that's it. And that's what I see from you. Like, you know, just look like you see him and you go, he's healthy, you know? (laughs) Well, I find also that there's a a driving why, and we talked a little bit about this too. So why don't you tell me about how um, the what, like a big purpose, like your family and things like that. Fantastic. So there's, you know, once you figure out the activity piece and you kind of know you're going to do something healthy from an activity standpoint, and it could be anything. For me, it's CrossFit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then, then you you'll notice that you'll adjust your diet just almost unseemingly. It just takes place because you're feeling it. Your 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 posture changes. Everything changes. And then, part of the benefit of all that is that that third piece, what I call, is um, the love or passion. So yeah. the things that you love and and are passionate for the most, they're enhanced. So in my case. You know, I love, uh, uh, you know, I go to church, I've got church callings so that I attend and, and people that I associate with, I'm feeling better yeah. to, to support those callings and do things with that, um, or those good brothers and sisters I attend church with. Yep. Then on top of that, the second piece is the family. And that's where it really, really pays off. Um, you know, the other day, my uh, granddaughter, 13 Aspen, she uh, she said, "Hey, Grandpa, how much can you deadlift?" <laughs> now I was surprised that she even knew the term deadlift. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But but I said I knew. It's like three hundred thirty five pounds. She said, "Great, turn around, give me a give me a piggyback ride to the car." <laughs> and so turn around, she hops on. We prance through the house. We do some twirly twos, and we go around through the yard and zigzag around the yard. And I finally end up dumping her at the car. But but I'll be honest with you, had I not kind of got healthy, Yeah, I could not have done that. So now I know I can wrestle with the grandkids. That's right. Now, don't get me wrong. I, if we do a foot race, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose. I will lose. I bet, I bet you can take a few of those. <laughs> yeah. But I can run longer than they can. There you go. The stamina. The stamina. I love that. So, and, and, and again, for those who have already listened, we do talk about that balance of physical, mental, spiritual. It sounds like you Again, it's you become a healthy person, right. physically, mentally, spiritually, a healthy person. Those there we all go. play in together. There we go. And that last piece, it's almost like you know, faith, family, and freedom. That I have the freedom now to kind of do like if someone calls me tonight and said, "Hey, you want to go hiking in Zion tomorrow?" I can go do that. Like, there's nothing that could stop me from doing that. Yeah. Why don't you check with your wife? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, I love that. So I guess as we as we kind of wrap up, I could see, um, you know, someone watching this, and, and again, my, my target audience is my patients. So I could I could see a patient watching this and listening, and maybe hopefully they haven't turned it off already, yeah. but they're sitting here going, that guy's that he's way too fit. He doesn't he doesn't get it. He doesn't get me. You know the challenge. I I have this challenge physically. And it sounds like you've come from a place, maybe not like you were always pretty healthy, but for someone who's looking at it going, yeah, I just don't think that this is, like, I mm-hmm. couldn't do that. Yeah. What would be maybe some words of encouragement or, or, or places yeah. where they could start? I, I can tell you honestly, like, I'm the average guy. When I was in high school, I played a few sports. I was just average. I wasn't the starter. I never won a state championship. Just a 
just the average guy. And as I went through life, maybe my professional level, my professional career was on a higher level than my health, but I was just the average anything I did. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, Justin, that I'm the average guy that's doing above average things. It's because I finally recognized that that I could. Yeah. And he, it didn't matter. It took place primarily while I was still working. While I had these high demands, you know, with high career expectations. But I fit in. I just realized that you know what? I've been average in everything all my life, but now I know how to be above average. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. I um, the interesting thing about that is. Sometimes you can allude to, to, to overplaying it. For example, uh, that doesn't mean that I don't wake up with sore knees occasionally. Sure. It doesn't mean that I don't <laughs> have this achy shoulder. It doesn't mean that I, gosh, I got fatigued, that, that the hike made me tired, uh, or I did extreme hike and I'm gonna feel it for like a week. It doesn't mean that I'm without pain or without some of the, just the natural things that take place. Sure. But I am genuinely the average guy, but I'm proud to say I'm doing above average things. And, it's, and, and again, it sounds to me like it's um, that you, you say consistently, you show up. Yes. And, and by showing up and being there and yes. having, having a purpose and a why. So, yeah, I love that. Just yeah. telling, telling someone, just be there, show up, and you may be sore. Right. There were days, I'm sure, where you're like, I don't feel like being here. Right. But you just, you, you're there. One more story. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the benefit is if you have children or grandkids, uh, you know, you, when you feel better, you'll be more time and better with those kids. So one of the fun things I did, Justin, is, you know, we've seen all these scooters, all like your scooters around yeah. town that you have to rent. Yeah. So I finally broke down and went out and bought a handful of them. Cool. And my grandchildren, children come over, my grandkids, and we all get on the scooters and I race them out the garage, <laughs> we race them on the bike trail, we race them in the canyons. And there are people that so say to my say to me, Lynn, like you can ride a scooter. I'm telling you that if I can ride a scooter, anybody can ride a scooter. Yeah. And it's all come because I fixed my activity and I got some physical health. I love it. I love it. You're an inspiration. Oh, thanks. You really are. I was so. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm privileged to to get to know you and meet you. I'm. I'm gonna have to. I owe Jordan. I owe Jordan big time. So, um, or well, you've already imparted so much knowledge. Is there any? I. I think. And, and we pulled it all out already. Any parting thoughts there's, of wisdom? There's. There's nothing. There's nothing you can't do, especially when you're in your forties, fifties, and sixties. There's nothing. Um, and do you plan on stop? How long are you doing CrossFit for? Oh, 15 more years. In, indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just counting on it. Yeah. You know? I love it. So it's the mentality too. Yes. You just say, I'm, I'm a healthy person. I, I do CrossFit. I can do anything. The mentality. Yes. I love this. Okay. All right, you guys. We have been fed today. This is a great knowledge. Again, I, I appreciate Lynn Fisher for joining me today and uh, this is Dr. Traveler and Lynn Fisher and we are signing out. Alright, thanks for listening today. Hey, if you could please go on, like, subscribe, make a comment, go on to our all the other social media, go on to Facebook, Instagram, 
Go on to TikTok, search for Healthology Experts. It really helps us to grow and push this message. And if you gain value from this, then go on and please participate. We try to get to all of the questions or anything that you have, um, any responses or comments. So go, like, subscribe, do all the stuff that you know helps us. All right, guys, see ya.